0: Boo. You think I'm a good girl? Just wait and see. We're bad girls. This is what we do. I'm the girl that's gonna save your life. Eh, you shot pretty well. For a boy. Can't you handle a woman with a big gun? I put the fun in funeral. I like my men covered in blood. Hail to the queen, baby. I can, and I will. I can, and I will. I'll take a bite out of you.
1: Beware the
0: Sirens. Welcome back to another spine-chilling episode of Sirens of Horrors. As always, I'm your mistress of evil, Ella Avella, along with... Her sister of sin, Ashy Slashy. And today we're going to start off our new season three episodes, Urban Legends. I am so excited to do these. I remember being like 13 years old and... Sitting in someone's basement with, I really don't want to drop names of terrible alcohols that i was drinking, <laughs> but it probably was like a Keystone beer that I thought was hard.
1: Or like wine coolers. Oh,
0: God, those things were so terrible. Those things are so <laughs> terrible. Or the Mike's Hard Lemonade. Yeah, Mike's Hard uh, Lemonades. <laughs> I even think at 13, I was like, nah, just give me the pop-off vodka. (laughs) I can't even do that. Um, But hearing, uh, as we're going to go in today, stories like Drip Drip and uh, the chainsaw and the calls coming from upstairs and just everyone around me being absolutely terrifying, just being so enthralled. (laughs) Because it's that always thing of my sister's ex roommate or my brother's friends. What
1: I like about the urban legends is you can kind of tailor them to yourself and tailor them to your audience. Like oh yeah. You basically like the outcome of the story is always the same, but you can change the characters to relate to you and your friends, so you can be like. Oh, my God, guys, you'll never believe. But my best friend, Ella, this happened to her. Like, she
0: or was the coming home down from the college. Street.
1: In the house down the street. She was coming home from college. And she saw her roommate was asleep. And then the mm-hmm. next morning, she woke up and there was blood everywhere. And on the walls, it said, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights?
0: It's so, like, I. there was so many... That we would do especially because both of us growing up in Southern California, mm-hmm. uh, Richard Ramirez, Charles Manson. I heard so many urban legends about, like, oh, the Charles Manson death uh, ranch, and this is where Charles Manson actually buried all of his victims' bodies. Mm-hmm. Or that you know, Ramirez is part of a cult, and there are more Richard Ramirez is out here stalking Ventura Boulevard. <laughs> Because when you grow up in LA, you realize you grew up in the land of serial killers. Mm-hmm. Welcome to LA. The sun's always shining and the blood's always dripping. <laughs> that
1: that's, should be that's like my a... version
0: of a radio host.
1: <laughs> I like it. That should that should be like one of the, you know how like we're, uh like Valencia has "Welcome to Awesome Town." Yeah, it's like those those like billboards which look like the
0: old school um, postcards. Oh yeah, I've seen those when I've gone to Valencia and in them naming themselves Awesome Town, which I'm not even going to get into. Not no, Valencia does not deserve time on this podcast.
1: No, but like that's what I imagine like that slogan being on. It's like, welcome to LA, the land of serial killers and blood.
0: Serial killers and sunshine. <laughs> that is what LA is. Um... I love Urban Legends. I know way too much about Urban Legends. Uh, I picked the first two to actually be ones I don't. I know a lot about their different versions. Mm-hmm. But uh, I set Ashi off on a quest to research <laughs> more about these ones. Uh, because I feel like getting schooled a little bit. I figured <laughs> if I'm going to traumatize you this much, you at least get to, get to give something back to me. <laughs> any of our listeners remember us doing the episode of lights out which is a horror film about a a specter that can only be defeated by light uh i did not get punched i got hit with a pillow a few times uh so now that i've convinced ashley uh to keep all the lights on i'm going to scare her into turning all of them off and I would once again like to remind you that you were the best woman at my wedding, and I was the best woman at yours, and you loved me a lot. <laughs> well,
1: i i will tell I will tell you this: you're fine, because these ones didn't really scare me as much.
0: Okay. Well, well, it, <laughs> honestly, one of the big reasons I picked this one, this will be our second urban legend we talk about in this episode. Drip, drip, is probably one of the few urban legends that legitimately terrified
1: me yeah drip drip was definitely like that's probably the only one that really terrified me the roommate not so much drip drip was always the one that like freaked me out
0: yeah like there's a few others the lover's lane the calls come from inside the house ones we'll get to later on in the season but uh the first one I really always thought of was drip drip but uh the roommate one I don't think affected me as much because I didn't sleep in college dorms I think that's kind of who this is this is focused at um want me to go through it real quick sure so the conventional version of it will either be the roommate or don't turn on the lights the idea is uh the sweet innocent you know midwestern girl goes to some big college and her roommate is a sexually active for some odd reason in the movie urban legend they decided to make her goth yep <laughs> which i was also just like the idea of goths having a whole bunch of sex i don't know what world you live in that really doesn't happen there's like four hot goth boys that's it (laughs) not not to disparage any of you you goth boys uh patrick is a very hot goth boy
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh he officiated ashy's wedding and he is very very attractive but uh God boys, especially in college, are not the most um, attractive. Yeah, They'd the,
1: they like the long, kind of greasy hair. They always wore the, like, you know, Lamb of God t shirts and the big old baggy pants. And I'm like, that's no, that's not what I'm attracted to. I'm attracted God to boys lestat. get
0: good in like their 30s. Like, God yeah. boys peak in their 30s because that's when they learn fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yeah, so if I was constantly thinking about Patrick, because Patrick also is, like, the best fashion of the Mm -hmm. Gotham. But the idea is she comes home one night, and she hears thrashing on the bed, and she recalls the night before, roommate telling her don't turn on the light. Mm -hmm. Because fuck it. Yeah. So the innocent Midwestern Pig farming girl named Charlotte, <laughs> Lindsay Marianne McGee, <laughs> uh, goes to sleep and wakes up in the next morning to find her roommate viciously murdered with the words, Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light? Mm-hmm. Um, and this one it, it's not too because the whole point of legends is they always have a kind of an Aesop's fable s Mm tale um and this one's it's it's not hard to uncover it's the idea that the uh the, the virgin sweet trying to uh respect other people's boundaries will get you saved while being somebody who maybe doesn't want their goddamn light turned on in the middle of sex which like yeah valid (laughs) and sexually active college girl because yeah we're satan of course we'll get you killed it's pretty much a classic urban legend of fucking die
1: Mm -hmm. um so you were just talking basically a lot of people know this one from the movie urban legends You, you basically explained that entire scene um another thing that it's actually referenced in is in our favorite show supernatural in season one, episode seven, the hook man.
0: Oh yeah. You were telling me you were watching some supernatural D.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and watching, like seeing, seeing them like, cause I've just finished the finale, like about a week ago, but going back,
0: <laughs> I
1: know. Oh God. So many emotions. I was crying. Okay.
0: Uh, a backbatch uh, urban legends will cry later.
1: Uh, and since I knew we were doing Urban Legends and I found that out, I was like, oh, I'm just going to watch that episode real quick. Uh, and God, they were babies. God, babies.
0: <laughs> it's like looking at photos of us when we were 19. It's like, oh, look at the innocence of youth. and lack of wrinkles around the eyes from glaring. <laughs>
1: um, but anyway, so yeah, it's referenced in um, the episode titled, titled The Hookman, which is another Urban Legend. Mm-hmm. And it kind of focuses on all of these urban legends. So it focuses on the hookman, which again we'll get to later, but specifically the roommate. And it's this girl, you know, same thing—the like midwestern kind of prudish college girl, and her roommate's more of the party girl. And they end up, you know, she's like she's trying to get her to go to this party. Like th- in this one, they're friends. Yeah. Like they're close, unlike the urban legends. Well, in, in
0: most of the versions I've ever heard, they're they're friends. But it's yeah. the party girl versus the fruit.
1: Yeah. Um and so she's like lending her this really cute outfit for her first date. And she or you know, for the party or whatever. So she so the girl gets back from the party and she sees her roommate is asleep. She like, mm-hmm. I think her name's Hallie or something. So she's like, Hallie, are you awake? You know, and she kind of, like, toss and turns and moans a little bit. Goes in the bathroom, gets changed, goes to bed. Mm-hmm. Wakes up the next morning, opens up her eyes, and she sees, like, a pool of blood all over the floor.
0: Oh, geez.
1: And, like, you know, blood dripping from the, uh, the sheets and the bed and da-da-da and everything. And then sees Hallie's dead body on the bed with, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights, carved in the... Uh, the wall and then traced in Hallie's blood yeah so in this one it wasn't necessarily the have sex and die it was just there's a serial killer supposedly
0: but it also shows the the person that stopped turning on the lights is still like the prudish innocent one
1: Mm -hmm. and like respecting you know just like seeing it for a is. I'm not gonna
0: turn on the light I don't want to bother you
1: yeah like you're asleep I'm just gonna you know check on any you year's sleep okay i'm gonna go in the bathroom get changed and then go to bed
0: yeah where the girl that gets killed is still kind of viewed as this partier drinker has mm-hmm. sex and i think like it, it just it leaves that idea of like oh god can somebody tell if i'm having sex or being murdered the answer is yes the answer is most definitely yes yeah
1: um there's another version, which this one's, like, one of the one of the ones that people tell. Mm-hmm. Um, where she starts, uh, like, the prudish kind of girl is, like, she's gonna go study, so she tries to go study in her bedroom, or her dorm room, but, you know, her roommate's throwing a party, so she's like, ugh, I can't, I can't study in this. So she goes down to, like, the basement of their dorm house.
0: Yeah. And sure, they have to- those.
1: Well, no, like, 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 sororities and stuff have- uh like a like josh's for fraternity house
0: yeah they had one of those yeah i'm Um, saying that like i know anything which i totally don't but i'm gonna agree and pretend i do (laughs)
1: well having uh not been in a sorority but like when i went to american academy of dramatic arts um we had they had like specific um housing
0: yeah but um... it was like
1: um but it was basically dorm houses so it wasn't like a giant dormitory where it's in the college and it's just room after room after room it's a it's house like a big
0: house for the front. Yeah. yeah like you see him all the time in movies
1: mm-hmm. um so she goes down to the basement goes study wakes and then goes back up that you know like falls asleep studying and wakes up the next morning to go up you know freshen up for the next day and mm-hmm. same thing sees mutilated roommate blood on the walls that says aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights
0: yeah so this is pretty much like uh it's very interesting I think a lot of times in urban legends it's very much like the guy is like an aggressor or it's like don't sleep with this guy this guy's coming for you where this is very much more um kind of a a Lilith and Eve allegory Mm mm-hmm where it's like, if you're good and sweet and follow the rules, nothing bad's going to happen to you. Yeah. You're fine. But if you party or you drink or you smoke or you have sex, like you're just you're just open to being murdered by a serial killer in your own bed. Because mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> I just said I'm from LA, the land of serial killers, and yet I'm mocking them. How did I survive? (laughs) The vast knowledge of weaponry and paranoia. Yep, valid. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, it's like, I like this one because it's as like, you know, as well known as it is, like the roommate, don't turn on the light. It's kind of one of the easier ones where, like, you get stuff into, like, people, the hook, the calls coming from the side of the house. There's a lot of different ways you can break it down. Mm -hmm. Like, is this, you know, talking about, like, the loss of innocence, like, don't be good on the job, protect children, where this is pretty much just very, very cut and dry slasher film rules. Mm -hmm. Don't have sex, women it will lead to your gory demise pretty much <laughs> a woman's libido will lead to your tomb
1: <laughs> at least when there's serial killers around
0: well that's the thing is like uh in urban legend and in the uh supernatural yeah but in the rest of them it's normally just like a party
1: mm-hmm. it's yeah, just- like in the In the Supernatural episode, it was a serial killer, but it was the ghost of a
0: serial killer. Yeah, but in the original ones, it's just like, you know, you're having a college party and somebody decides to, like, chop up your roommate because their skirt was higher than their fingertips? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what college girl dresses prim and proper and doesn't, like, take shots of, like, very bad flavored vodka. It's a rite of passage. It is. It really is. Oh, flavored vodka. How I do not miss you. UV blue.
1: (laughs) Pammy, why am I drinking Windex?
0: Yeah, I made a drink one day with UV blue and it looked like Windex. And one of our friends questioned why I was making her drink Windex. And I told Lily, drink the Windex. (laughs) Cause it was college now we're adults and we get like the nice maraschinos and make like old fashions and manhattans and uh last year at christmas you remember this we had like the the a gin tonic with uh, cranberry mm-hmm. and rosemary and we had a an old-fashioned christmas that i had mm-hmm. made where i'd roast i had a Uh, caramelized the orange peels, and was very, very fancy. But when you're 19, what gets you drunk gets you drunk? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, if you could just hear how I explained last year's Christmas drinks, the Windex drink, if any of you are wondering, and deeply hate yourselves. It was a pint glass rimmed with salt, and the mixture was one-third UV Blue Raspberry and two-thirds Mountain Dew. Ugh. God, just thinking about it makes me nauseous. <laughs> I think eventually I switched over to Sprite for it. Yeah. So I think when I had it with, with Lily, it was with Sprite. Because I, I remember I couldn't do Mountain Dew for that long. Because even that, even at 19, my body was like, what is this? Yeah. It's the color of antifreeze. Why are you putting this in you? (laughs) But either way, it was one third plastic bottle, blue raspberry vodka, and two thirds really bad soda. Not even diet. Nope. But but I made it fancy because I rimmed the glass with salt. But not margarita salt. Salt, salt. Yeah, not like good rock salt because I was like 19. <laughs> uh, at 21, I guarantee you, I was a much better bartender. Uh, but at 19, it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was iodized. Salt, salt. So uh, I think that was the point of the drink is you lick the salt and you no longer have enough flavor to taste anything you were trying yeah it all tastes like salt uh well i'm very happy don't turn on the lights is not a true story because uh, i'm going with besides our dear friend mandy Mm -hmm. none of us would have survived college if this idea of getting drunk throwing parties and uh having sex when you have a friend that is as pure and sweet as our dear mandy would have let any of us live. Yeah, pretty much. Although it's funny now that I think
1: about it, when I lived with my ex roommate Megan in college, mm-hmm. I feel like she would thank God for the fact that we lived in an apartment and that we were we were in separate rooms.
0: Were you the prude?
1: I was the prude, even though I still like, even though I was having sex and everything. She was the one that was just like, you know, crazy party girl loud, annoying sex that I could hear literally across the living room.
0: Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, so with her, I was just like,
1: you know what? You do you, boo. I, I'm not, I'm not even gonna go in your room.
0: I don't think I was ever the truth. I can't think of time. even uh, makes your make bubbles. I still feel like I was having more sex. I, I feel like every like, time i mean, I feel I've like lived... we were
1: equally having, you know, the same amount of sex. Like, you know just
0: not as uh aggressively
1: vocal yeah just not as aggressively vocal and angry oh
0: god yeah like you know like maybe I check on was... your ex-roommate make sure she's in a, a healthy relationship if not she's great sincerity. now she's she's you know she's
1: single mom loves her kid you know all... okay good
0: for her i was Everything worried about is... the angry vocal sex for a all second. hunky-dory i
1: don't think she has angry vocal sex anymore
0: <laughs> See serial killers. If you don't kill us for having angry vocal sex, we will eventually turn into positive mothers. Okay, uh, now to go on to our second story of "Don't Turn On Lights." Uh, this one is known as "People Lick Two or "Drip Drip Drip" as mm-hmm. three drips. That's always known as. And uh, I'm gonna let Ashley go through the the background of the story because, like I said earlier. Uh, this one legitimately scared the piss out of me when I was a kid. I think I heard this one around uh, somewhere at 10 years old, maybe like 9, to 11 ish. Yeah. Um, This is a pretty early, early one you get because like the sex ones don't really affect you when you're alone. Mm-hmm. It's like they went to Lover's Slaying. You're like, what? What's that? <laughs> Why would I want to be alone in a car with a boy? Yeah. Ew. Ew. Um, Can I so be yeah. alone in a car with a girl? Yay. Okay, sure. I'll take it. <laughs> the lesbian in me was strong as a child, but uh <laughs> this one legitimately has stuck with me for years. So uh I actually enjoy getting to be the less freaked out one for a second. <laughs> All right.
1: So this one, um, it, you know, sometimes it was sent as a chain letter that you would see on MySpace back when that was a thing.
0: Or oh. God my
1: space. Um, or people would, you know, again say talk about this one in their basement while getting drunk with their friends. Um and so the one that this is the one that I have the one that I found is the chain letter one.
0: Ooh, so I once there was a big no the huh? chain letter version of it, it mm-hmm. evolved.
1: So it's usually like a you know girl alone in the house with a, a dog, whether it's her dog, a family dog, whatever.
0: She's house-sitting, uh-huh. she's a teenager. And that's what I think is so creepy about Drift. Drift is it's, there's so many options. It's she's a college girl and she's house-sitting. She's mm-hmm. a girl staying at her aunt's. She's a girl in her house alone.
1: Yeah. Like so how it's you're a- saying
0: you can change it, this story can be modified to a group so specifically.
1: Yeah. Um, so it's always a girl alone in a house. And, you know, she, she's got some sort of familiarity with the dog. So it's not like she's house sitting for a, a complete stranger or like, you know, she might be like a neighbor that she's, you know, very friendly with their dog. And the dog really knows her. Dog the dog sleeps loves by, her. Right. The dog sleeps by the bed all the time. So she, when she goes to sleep, she puts her hand by the bed and the dog will lick her hand to go to and, you know, say goodnight. So she does that and she hears a very very quiet dripping noise coming from somewhere in the house
0: drip 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 your special effects uh sounds will be brought to you by ella bella for the rest of the show (laughs) sorry i'm really into my weird radio announcer voice today
1: (laughs) um and so then she's like oh maybe it's the kitchen so she goes into the kitchen turns off the sink goes back to bed puts her hand by the side of the bed Dog licks her hand. She goes back to sleep, and then she hears it again.
0: Trip. Trip. Drip, drip, <laughs> drip. The drips and are getting more dramatic.
1: <laughs> she then goes into the bathroom, turns off the sink, goes back to bed. Same thing. Handle the hand of the dog. Lick, lick, lick. Goes back to bed. Here's it one last time.
0: Drip. Strip. Strip.
1: <laughs> and then goes into the bathroom again thinks it's the shower but this time she doesn't immediately turn off or turn off the faucet she turns on the light and on painted either painted on the the walls of the bathroom painted on the mirror somewhere in the bathroom written in the dog's blood is human's lick too uh. This so one. then it, like, it just, it's so creepy because you think about, like, who the fuck is under the bed or next to her?
0: Well, first of all, that's the, and also, hand. It's, it's not like how we discussed, like, with don't turn on the lights or the roommate. The thing that's so scary about this is, like, nobody dies. Well, the dog dies. Um, obviously yeah. the dog dies. But, like, he doesn't rape her. He doesn't kill her. It's just some weird-ass sexual perversion mind fuck. Yeah. Like, that's, I guess, what always kind of creeps me out about this is it was like, and then he murdered her. I'd be like, okay, so just like a killer that licks before he kills. Mm -hmm. Sure. Whatever. Casey made balloon animals. There's been weirder. (laughs) Um, But the fact that like nothing happens to her yeah it always fucked with me so hard because it like who like how you said who the fuck is this person yeah so goes into your house kills your dog and just licks your hand and ditches
1: so another version that i found was a chain letter version like back when we had myspace and you get those like chain letters
0: of creepy stories you did a lot of research into chain letters how uh did you part your bangs down the front of your face and put on some dark coal eyeliner, too, while doing this? <laughs> Do some mirror selfies? May um, no one ever find the mirror selfies of me and Ash? Oh, it. God. <laughs> They're not good. They're us nope. going to Rocky. We did not understand proper blending. We didn't know any better. <laughs> um. So in this version... <laughs>
1: Uh, in this version, the girl is, um, like, small-town girl is going to house it for her parents. Okay. And, you know, same thing. Every, everything happens. Um, the second, or, the like, the third time when she turns on the light, she finds their very large collie skinned and hung up by the curtain rod.
0: Skinned, you say.
1: Skinned and hung up by the curtain rod, and then written on the mirror is "Humans lick to my beautiful."
0: Oh, Ella no likey, Ella no likey. Yeah, oh.
1: like when I read that one, I, like when I copied and pasted that one and read. I was like, "Oh god, ew!" I like I need a shower now.
0: <laughs> oh, that oh my beauty oh oh I'll take Buffalo Bill over
1: that yeah like did she like was this someone she had like a familiarity with I always or...
0: imagine it it's like being like an older skinny guy like mm-hmm. Buffalo I guess I just always connect to him like in my head of like Buffalo Bill-esque mm-hmm. or um I'm reading his name right now from House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, the mm-hmm. older brother, Otis. Like, kind of otis with, like, the really stringy blonde hair and, like, that emaciated cheeks. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, But the phrase, oh, my, adding my beauty to that one, I think, like I said, I think the thing that creeps me out so much personally about this one is the fact that it's not, like all the other ones are kind of like a cautionary tale don't go to lover's lane don't have sex mm-hmm. like be the prue don't be the party girl um don't get high don't do drugs don't do this don't do that like mm-hmm. this one has no don't do yeah like she's completely vulnerable and completely innocent she's like I said, most times I ever heard stories in her own house.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's like you know. First of all, I think if somebody lifts me, I I know how big Daisy's tongue is, and that'd be a very deep thing. And also, I'd kill anybody that harmed a hair on my dog. Same. I wouldn't have to kill him. I would just be like, somebody hurt Daisy. See you all in two days when the flights get in. <laughs> Yeah, my dog like has a small go, cult following. <laughs> both of us would go John Wick on their ass. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. It's like, I I know every dog mom wants to say this, but I'm like, my dog legitimately has a fan club. Yeah, she does. Like, everyone that has met Daisy is like, Daisy's the best puppy. I love Daisy. So I can just be like, this is their name. This is their address we don't kill them for the next month enjoy Mm -hmm. so uh
1: there's another version of it uh also referenced in supernatural oh really and this one actually really fucked with me uh is it in the hook episode four or five years ago no um it's in the episode family remains which I believe was a family that lived in the wall. Like there was ghosts or something of a family that lived in the walls. Okay. Sure. Like I vaguely remember it, but I, rem- the reason why it fucked with me this. Uh, so like so bad, uh, um, you know, five years, five to six years ago when I was living with Mandy. Yeah. Was I watched that episode for the first time in our apartment. Oh, and your little murder closet. Yep. you yep. Exactly. So in this apartment, this this apartment was like the Winchester Mystery House.
0: It was terrifying. There was a Harry Potter bathroom. Uh, I almost got drunk and broke. I don't know how many doors open. <laughs> Thankfully, we had Mandy there to be like, Ella, we don't break into the tiny doors. And I was like, but what if it's Wonderland? I'm not um, drunk. I only had half a bottle of Jameson. I'm fine.
1: <laughs> Um... But so in my bedroom, which was apparently the "quote unquote" master bedroom, which is definitely a bigger bedroom. But then again, Mandy's had a closet that was basically the size of a bedroom.
0: Oh um, yes, the lovely Harry Potter bedroom. That's uh, where M. Grin spent a few nights.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but in my bedroom, there was this little like tiny door that looked like something out of Alice in Wonderland. But it had it a looked
0: cross- like the door to the Kiebler Elves Tower.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Like, that is exactly what this door looked like. But if you open it, it was like a crawl space under the stairs.
0: It was so, deeply disturbing.
1: Yeah. So it's just like, okay, cool. I'm putting like an, a storage box or something in there. And that's it. I'm never opening that door ever because it's fucking creepy. So I watched this episode of oh, Supernatural. No. And in this version, it's a feral child. That licks the hand of a teenage girl when she panics and realizes her dog is in the hallway. Nope. In this version, the dog. Uh, in this version, she sees the dog alive and realizes it's not her pet licking her. Although the dog is mutilated when she shows up, uh, when the shows, uh, when Sam and Dean attempt to help the family escape.
0: I'll say, oh, the puppy leered. Never mind. Puppy doesn't live. But yeah, the fact that it
1: was like a creepy feral child that lived inside the walls. I was just like nope, nope. I'm like Mandy. I like I texted Mandy like she was upstairs and I literally texted Mandy. I was like I'm gonna sleep in your room tonight or can you come down and
0: sleep in my bed with me? I remember a few nights where you were like hey Pam can you come out to Pasadena? (laughs) Mandy's gone. I'm like (laughs) <laughs> it's five you get scared and so your yeah. room was legitimately creepy mm-hmm. you had like but there was like three doors in your room that didn't lead to anywhere yep there was the because there's the other door in the other closet that led to the brick wall yeah Sorry, we're discussing creepy things moving in the distance, and out of a computer screen, I see my dog move directly behind me in a like background way. And I was like, okay, my dog, she's fine, she's definitely not a person. (laughs) We're good. Uh, but yeah, I think the thing that's just so unnerving about this story is just what do you do you yeah. know w- with the hook like well it's more on like a lover's lane episode you don't let the cute football guy take you to lover's lane don't have sex don't smoke pot don't like do things like that's mm-hmm. like a lot of one of them it's like you know the uh calls coming from inside the house like you know take care of the kids uh don't have your boyfriend over yaddy 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 what what I'm going to bed I'm going to bed and I want to get a kiss from my puppy what am I doing wrong in life yeah
1: and it's funny because like like the you can kind of uh and the thing with urban legends is you can always try to you can look you can localize it to yourself you can imagine whatever you want to imagine you can imagine the killer be looking like buffalo bill you can or a imagine a child or a small child you can imagine the dog being a certain breed whatever so you can that one's a lot easier to kind of
0: like, really file in
1: yeah really file in
0: and with like the- you, if you were saying it like within a group, you could pick a house that looks like one person's group, a dog that looks like another friend's.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The guy looks like this creepy guy that this girl saw at the 7-Eleven. And you can literally go through your group of friends and cherry pick mm-hmm. to create the most terrifying story for all of you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's, that's a really cool thing about this story is that Is so cherry picking, but the terror of it is also non-consensual. I think it's the only way I can I can think of the right word, is it's so non-consensual. She's done nothing wrong. She's not drinking, she's not partying, she's not out with a boy. Yeah. She's just a girl like all of us, going to sleep. Their dog. Yep. That's it. And you get evil feral child Buffalo Bill Otis licking your goddamn hand after skinning <laughs> your fucking collie. Hell no! <laughs> like I said, I chose to pick the one story that gives me the heating <laughs> This one always creeps me out because, like. Same. Everyone- the thing is, like, a lot of the stories, like, the roommate, it's like, the crazy serial killer. The hook, a mm-hmm. patient has escaped from the mental institution. There's never a backstory for the people like Sugai. Ever.
1: Yeah. Like, and that's kind of, that's that's what makes it creepy. That's one of the things that makes it creepy, is because you can think about, like, oh, well, is it someone the girl knew? Is it a stalker? Is it just a creepy guy that lives in the neighborhood you know
0: mental patient a serial killer uh her own parent. oh god her brother her boyfriend anyone it can be be anyone and you can and that's the fun thing that i love about i really want to do the season about with urban legends is that's the power of an urban legend Mm -hmm. is like if it if i say i was telling this to you when i was a kid like when we were not kids but say like uh when i was telling this to you as an 18 year old Mm
1: -hmm.
0: uh i would have obviously made the dog uh, a little white fluffy thing Mm -hmm. and i would have had it be her creepy neighbor that she grew up with because I can then be like, okay, I'm going to make the dog like, Emma, I'm going to say your mom's away on a business trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, your best friend stayed, but left right before you went to bed. Never happened. We always slept in your tiny twin bed together. <laughs> How we ever slept on that thing. I don't know, but we did. But yep. just just to make it a little bit weirder, because now you're you're going through this night of oh, it's one thing's off, mm-hmm. and then I'd have it be the the guy that lived across from you, the the creepy like kind of Ricky Bobby from like Talladega Nights looking guy, the fatter mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I'd have it be like this older fat guy that lived in your neighborhood. Yeah because I could sprinkle all of those facts and suddenly it's so real in your head. Mm -hmm. And that's what's so both good and incredibly disturbing about this story. Yep. Okay. So to wrap up this episode, uh, I don't think I even need to go to say what part about these urban legends creep you out the most. And I think my, uh, weird sound effects have definitely given away the fact that I hate the idea that in, a uh, drip, 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 or People Lick 2, mm-hmm. there's never a motive. The, the lack of motive, uh, screws with me so hard, uh, I watch too much informative murder porn, and yes, that's what I will always call it. Thank you, sound <laughs> Um i watch informative when they're porn and there's always a motive there's always a reason money greed this, that but the just the lack of explanation in that um Mm -hmm. it it just it creates the hell out it always will and it always has
1: yeah i think i i think i'm gonna agree with you on that um and it's like I feel like humans look to and drip 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 is always going to be the scarier one, because, like you you know, like we've mentioned earlier, you can always file it in to your audience. You can pick, you know, if this person knows a creepy guy that lives across the street from her. This person has this type of dog. This person's parents go out on vacation a lot and have them baby, you know, have them a house sit. Like you can always tailor it to your audience
0: yeah and that's that's what is terrifying about this kind of show or this story is because it doesn't have to involve an insane asylum or a prison or Mm -hmm. a certain place this is in someone's house yeah um and you're not even you know like God knows I'd never fucking be a babysitter we don't allow me around goddamn small children <laughs> or the through re- the sentence I just said <laughs> uh, but every girl goes to bed with their dog hmm that's it there's there's no getting around it I think that's just it's terrifying it's fucked up and I am very happy next week, we are doing *Sean of the Dead. Yes, and we'll be having our first
1: uh, guest of the month. We're gonna have the lovely Holly Scott.
0: I am so excited. I love my little sister, Holly. She is amazing, glorious. Uh, She's got so much to bring on and tell us. She's doing so much right now. Uh, Speaking of which, now that we are officially in December, uh, any of our Patreon subscriptions, as we always say, are going to be donated this month to Holly Scott's Dress December Fund, which awesome. is a month-long recruitment for getting trans men and women, non-binary men, women, whatever you are, wear a dress, break gender norms, and enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you subscribe to our Patreon this month, not only will we be supporting an amazing, amazing foundation. Yeah. And not only that, we'll be supporting our amazing, fabulous, glorious, and of course, well-dressed guests for next week's episode. And of course, feel free to check us out on Facebook,
1: Instagram, and Twitter. And again, check out our Patreon because soon enough on our Patreon, we will be posting videos of our recording session. So you can see all of our crazy faces, all of our hand movements. You can see Ella making weird noises as she's talking about dripping blood in her microphone. You can also see the adorable Daisy walking around sometimes because she does like to photobomb our sessions quite often. So I don't think we've
0: ever recorded an episode that Daisy photobombing us. Also... Our Patreon is the only place you will get to see sirens and dungeons. That will be a four-part mini-series that we're gonna do for our Patreon. It's going to be a D and D game featuring Ash and Ella, pretty uh, much playing Dean and Sam going after monsters. We didn't get too uh, too complicated with this. We decided, yep, we're hunters. And we're going after monsters. So only tune to do that on our Patreon and see what kind of monsters that my amazing husband Josh-sized Ryan murder us with.
1: <laughs> and so yeah, please, please do subscribe to our Patreon for some awesome and fun content.
0: And as always, good, bad,
1: we're the girls with the mic.
0: See y'all next week.